0: to delivery. Oh, look at that off stop. Hi, everybody. If you're anything like me, you've spent your life searching for wickets. Well, look no further. Welcome to wickets. We have more than you know what to do with. Uh, and we're happy to share them. So why don't you do the same? We're on Apple and Spotify. Tell a friend. The first hour of a test match or a test series involves some of the most anticipated minutes That you'll ever see. We're too old to give you an uh, uh, an entire hour, but we can guarantee you five or six of the most dynamic four-minute overs. Every four minutes, a different topic and more wickets. How's that for a strike rate? I'm Stewie McGill. I used to play a bit, and uh, we've also got Jack Sharp. He plays with minds. He's a magician. Hello, Jack.
1: (laughs) Good morning from my part of the world. How are are you? Come on, mate. Away, Le sharpie. Start, man. Le sharpie's, in, Le sharpie's in. sunny Dublin, where the weather is wonderful. It's always fifteen degrees in Ireland. It's five in the morning, five in the afternoon, and five in the <laughs> evening. That's what they always say.
0: What are you now? I know, I know you're Irish, so that's probably a good reason to be in Ireland. But uh, what exactly is going on for you over there? And why are you there? Is this a family thing?
1: Yeah, it came over family thing, but also catch up with a, a few friends. I had a, a cricket reunion at the weekend. My old club, Pembroke Cricket Club, we had a reunion of some uh, uh, winning sides from a long time ago. So the uh, the stories were getting further from the truth as the night went on, as you could imagine. <laughs>
0: well, um, because because some people might just think that you're just a magician, but you are in fact an accomplished cricket player.
1: Oh, well, I wouldn't say accomplished, but I, I, have, I, I, I do put on the whites every now and then. Um, and I'm also uh, here, coincidentally, while Ireland are taking on India in three T20 internationals. So there's, I'll talk about that in going global, but there's two of them down, one to play. The last one is, is tomorrow. So interestingly, the Irish are trying everything they can. We had a power failure, um, and it was isolated to an area in Dublin, which just so happened that the Indian hotel was in so they had to move hotels <laughs> oh my God. they they actually had to move hotels yeah because there was no power so we tried our best but they uh, they still managed to beat us uh, tell time. me uh, it, it uh, wasn't
0: it wasn't bono's hotel was it
1: uh i don't know whose hotel but um, yeah we, can, we can't we can't tell you that kind of stuff
0: <laughs> it's a secret secret irish business Hey, <laughs> so yep. and uh, coincidentally, as as you as you, um, you know you, you know uh, last week you made some pretty big statements about the weather in uh, in Ireland uh, and how the the uh, the series would be completely unencumbered by rain uh, because it's not Manchester, but uh, the first game there was a little bit of rain about, right?
1: Yes, Storm Betty. It was named. <laughs> so Storm Betty hit. Uh... And unfortunately, the the first game was abandoned. But well, we did get a result. India scraping home on Chuck with Lewis Stern. But um, it's glorious day. It was a glorious day yesterday, and we're looking good for uh, a full game tomorrow in Game Three. I,
0: I'm particularly concerned, Sharpie, You can't see this because uh, you're in Dublin. But um, Mash, who's doing the uh, the the audio for us in our studio here in uh, Surrey Hills, has just gone to the kitchen and pulled out two of those Japanese knives that you could throw a tomato up in the air and cut them. He's just pulled out two knives. So I think it's probably a good week for you to be away (laughs) because MASH is obviously going, he's going American Psycho on me. It's terrible. Oh dear! I know. I know. I'm pretty sure it's because I've asked him to do the time today. So uh, every four minutes, as you know, we have a new topic and a new uh, 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 over. Um, I've asked Mash to do the timing, and he's got the shits with me. I think so. Uh, the knives are out.
1: <laughs> what have I missed in uh, What have I missed in Sydney?
0: Look, um, there was a little bit of World Cup action. Um, Australia, the Matildas, uh, didn't quite get. <laughs> To where they want it to be, um, but the good news is Queensland's going to give them a statue anyway. Um, uh, and a statue, <laughs> yeah, they're statue. Gonna, they're going to have a statue uh, outside Suncorp Stadium for coming forth. So, so that's good news. Um, forget about the, the Diamonds who won the Netball World Cup uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, and, uh, you know, the Australian hockey team, the Australian cricket team, you know, the Australian women's hockey team, the Australian women's cricket team who have uh, dominated um, world sport for the last couple of years. The, uh, the Matildas are getting a statue outside Suncorp. So thank you very much, Anastasia Palaszczuk, uh, for your contribution right. to World Football Oh, there it is. Oh, that's what the knives are for. It's a clanging of knives. We got a new uh, over, guys. That's what it is. I thought he was going to stab me. Let's go global, Sharpie.
1: Yeah, well, I quickly mentioned uh, Ireland-India. So the first game uh, of the series, 139 for seven Ireland made. Not a not a great score in the 20 overs. Uh, Barry McCarthy made a very entertaining 51, not out of 33 balls. And then... As I said, India, um, their innings was about six or seven overs old when the rain came. They were forty-seven for two at the time, and mm. they won by two runs on on DLS. And in the second game, India got one hundred and eighty-five for five. Yeah, and Ireland in reply, um, kind of never really in at one hundred and fifty-two for eight. Keep losing wickets at the top of the order, unfortunately. But uh, Andrew Bell actually, uh he made got seventy so odd, didn't he? runs. He made seventy-two, but um, yeah, Sterling, Tucker, and Tector all all failed, and Ireland seem to find themselves regularly in kind of a situation where they're three down with not more than twenty on the board. So, Chappy, uh, Chappy, sorry, to, sorry
0: to address, interrupt, Sharpie. So, so we, we we call this show wickets, and and the reason is obviously I'm a bowler, so I think wickets are the most important thing uh, in a cricket match. But those three wickets that you mentioned, um, Sterling, Tector and Tucker, is it? Um, all got Morgan out... Tucker, right, yeah, 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 Right, got right out at the beginning of the game and that pretty much was all she wrote because that that, that finishes the match for me. Wickets, win, matches.
1: Yeah. You also had the Indian captain who's, who's back in the side, Jasper, Jasper Bumrah's captain of the side, two for 15 off his four, so showing that he's still world-class even though he had a bit of a a, a break from from the game, so... Yeah, I, you never know. Ireland uh, out there tomorrow. They just need to, to put a more complete performance together. It's just very bits and pieces at the moment. Even Josh Little, with the ball, the, the is Ireland's frontline bowler. He went for forty eight of his four. And Ireland insists on using five bowlers, which I just think it's it's not a great idea because five fours, um, someone's going to go for a for a few, maybe even two. So I think they need to maybe a couple more add in a couple of other. Yeah. Couple, a little over here and there. A new bowler coming on, change it up a bit. But we shall see. Just uh, quickly on other global uh, action. The men's and. Yeah, the men's and women's hundred is coming to a conclusion. So the finals day is this coming Sunday. Uh, the Oval Invincibles have al- already booked their Spotted Lords. Um Yesterday, Sam Billings was the man. He hadn't got many runs, but he got 76 off, off 40 balls. Uh, there's probably half a dozen other teams that can join them. Um, I would probably say the Manchester Originals, led by Joss Butler, are the most likely. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. And I think in the women's, um, it is up for grabs. We've got three Ooh. teams... Left, but I reckon that the Southern Braves probably the the tip there. They've been the best side. Well, uh, you know that you, you know you know. Also in that,
0: you know, of course, that the Southern Braves are never going to give up because that's uh, no, you know, that's, that's that's what they're, they're never, all about. That's
1: right. <laughs> um, just two more quickly. Afghanistan and Pakistan are going to be playing three ODIs. One, The first one starts today. Yeah, that's, that's in Sri Lanka. You can't. Awesome. Uh, that's in Sri Lanka. And there's a US Masters T10. Which Hang on a second. So I'm, sitting, of, I'm uh, sitting
0: in Surrey Hills and there's a US Masters competition on.
1: That sucks. Yep, Chris. <laughs> Chris Gale and Shahid Afridi, Jack Callas, Yuvraj Singh, mm. uh, Cameron Akmal, oh, Cameron yeah. Akmal. Remember the, you know, the Pakistani <clears throat> keeper who um, yes. who famously famously looked a bit dodgy behind the stumps in the Sydney Test of 2009. I, I think I think
0: that. he only dropped 13 catches that matches.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he got a uh, He might have. Uh, he might have got a few quid for that extra. Yes, sharpie. Um, Get careful. Uh, well, he might have done. He may, he may <laughs> have done.
0: All right, Sharpie, I've got some bad news for you. The knives are slapping. we got to move on to a new over. Um, why don't we uh, check out some magic moments, though? Because uh, as a magician, you're a bit of a specialist in this front. Hit me with your magic. Yep. The most magicous. I have,
1: I have three magic moments quickly. So on yeah. this day... Um, in, well, 2009 Ashes, which is a, was a memorable series. We had the famous 05 Ashes, backed up by another wonderful Ashes series in 09. And we're always bashing England for losing to Australia, but we give them a bit of credit here. It was one <laughs> all going to the Oval, and and they they beat Australia quite comfortably. I don't know if you remember, Australia were all over 160, Broad a five for, but they left Australia and a, a mammoth 568 in the fourth innings. Uh, but Australia, 200 for two were actually going really well. Mike Huffey and Ricky Ponting. I'm pretty
0: sure, Sharpie, that 568 runs is all I made in my entire career.
1: There you go. <laughs> uh, was it? Yeah. Uh, Flintoff ran out Ponting, Clark ran out for naught, and then Hussey kind of uh, got 100, but they were always behind it. That's one. The second magic moment, I'm going to take our listeners back 85 years ago. Um, this was the famous fifth test at the oval where Len Hutton broke the then world record for for runs Wally Hammond had the record Len Hutton scored 364 Ah. England it was a timeless test it was the last of the timeless tests because it was just before the war and it stopped after the war England made a massive 903 for seven uh we had the likes of Bill O'Reilly bowling 85
0: overs oh in the, my uh, God. End of the game so I I played and it I played back. it I played at the MCG uh, against England in in one series and um, had to bowl I think I had to bowl 60 or 70 for the match and I could barely walk yeah. for days afterwards so 85 overs in one innings he
1: had to bowl 85 oh overs God. and back Back then, you weren't allowed to repair the pitch during okay. the uh, during the game. So he, he created this kind of crater uh, <laughs> where he was bowling. And Don, because they're 900, you're trying everything. So Don Bradman, a legend, came on to bowl a few overs, he rolled his leg- ankle. He, and he bowled
0: leggies as well, Sharpie.
1: Little, little dibbly-dobblers, yeah. Leggies? He bowled leggies. <laughs> didn't turn lady-
0: it as much as you. Ah oh, well. Look. Yeah, but
1: he didn't turn it like you did.
0: I know. Nobody and, does. Uh, Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He he rolled his ankle and couldn't bat. So, when you're chasing 900, you kind (laughs) of (laughs) need Bradman. It's a very good point. And and the last one, just quickly, magic moment. Now, our listeners uh, who are around my vintage would have grown up watching cricket in the 80s. This game in 1987 was arguably two of the greatest teams ever assembled for the Test match. It certainly was at the time. So, the MCC were celebrating 200 years um, on this day in 1987. And they had a game at Lords against the rest of the world. Now, I'll just quickly rattle through the 22 players here. Listen to this for a side. The MCC had Gordon Greenwich, Chris Broad, Graham Gooch, David Gower, Mike Gatting, Clive Rice, Ravi Shastri, Sir Richard Hadley, John Embry, Malcolm Marshall, wow. Bruce French. The rest the rest of the world, 11, Sunil Gavaskar, Desmond Haynes, Dylan Vinsarkar, Alan Border, Jeff Dujon, Imran Khan, Kapil Dev, Roger Harper, Courtney Walsh, Javid Meandad, and another leggy, Abdul Qadir.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, Just by the way, not just another leggy. Abdul Qadir was just like an absolute superstar. I think he came back at about 50 years old and played a a season of uh, grade cricket in Melbourne. And um, it was maybe 2011 when I played in the Big Bash. And um, he got 68 wickets or something in first grade cricket at 50 years old. He's an absolute superstar. Unfortunately, he's, uh, he's moved on. But his son is a, a, a superstar cricketer as well, so... Um, his uh,
1: son is playing, that's right. Yeah, mate, he's... Cr- uh, oh, yeah, knives the are clapping. Played, uh, the guys.
0: knives are clapping, Sharpie. The knives are clapping. Let's move on to um, yep. a little bit of in and out um, The in and out at the moment, you might think that there's not a lot of cricket going on around the world, but um, as Australia prepares to go to South Africa for a bit of white ball preparation ahead of the World Cup there has been considerable in and out action
1: Yep, well Steve Smith and Mitchell Stark both Injured. Um, yeah. Smith got a, a wrist injury and Stark with a groin injury. So they're resting. So, well, instead of in and out, it's really out and in because minus <laughs> Leveshine, who was originally left out of the squad, he's back in for, for Steve Smith. And they've also included uh, left-armor, Uh, Spencer Johnson, so Uh, if our listeners haven't heard of him, uh, look out for for Spencer Johnson, so that's the, uh, and also Michael Michael Tivenudo is is head coach, he's in as head coach for this uh, series, so it will be interesting, Mitch Marsh uh Mitch let me just say captain. let me just say
0: Sharpie uh so 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 I'm I'm really quite fascinated about this uh the Diver. Diver who for people who don't know him, um one of the great Tasmanian batsmen of all time, sort of neck and neck with Ricky Ponding for a, a great period of time there early in their careers. Um Desperately unlucky not to play uh, at a higher level, um, but played a lot of cricket in the UK. Uh, He's been the batting coach for Australia for quite a while. This is actually a big deal because in terms of coaching pathways, um, I think Australia, just between you and me, Sharpie, uh, I'm pretty sure that Australia should be looking for a new coach somewhere in the uh, near future because I don't think Mac is doing the, the job that he should be doing. Um, But there's a lot of guys with a lot of talent in that changing room, and Michael Divinoto is one of them. Labo, on the other hand, uh, um, is one of the luckiest men alive because uh, he was out because he couldn't score in the last test, but now all of a sudden apparently he's the next best white ball player, Sharpie.
1: Yeah, uh, well... (laughs) Uh, it's. I find it a little bit unusual. Normally, when you when you say right, that's it, you move on. But you never know. But uh, the interesting story over this part of the world. You mentioned uh, Tasmania, and of course, former Australian captain Tim Payne, being from Tasmania, yes. he's been quoted in the news of having a, a bit of a go at uh, the untouchable over here, Ben Stokes, the so, ringette. <laughs> he's. I know he's decided that he wants back in for the uh, for the English side in the in the World Cup, and a lot of people saying Tim Payne most vocal about it, saying, "Oh well, he's just pick and choosing." What uh, what about the blokes who've been playing for the last eighteen months, uh, trying to get a bit of form and get picked in the squad? And Ben yeah. Stokes says, "Well, you know what." I think, I'll, I think I'll have a game. Yeah, I think I'll go to India. Look, let,
0: let, so. let, let, let's, be, let's be honest here. Um, ben Stokes is an incredibly dynamic um, batsman, and, and it doesn't really matter what colour the ball is because, you know, I don't think he really cares. He's, uh, he's, he's very open-minded like that. He'll hit any ball for six. But what Tim Payne said was that he said, it's me, me, me. Uh, that was the quote. And, and uh, let me be very yeah. clear here. I love Tim Payne. Um, I, I think he's uh, a fantastic bloke, and I'm really kind of getting a little bit turned on. Quietly, uh, I turn the turn the lights down whenever I see Tim Payne's name in the press because I think he's pretty special. Uh, me, me, me <laughs> is one. It's one of the great calls uh, for me, uh, I, but you know. I love former players getting into commentary. We can't talk about that this week, maybe next week, because we've only got 10 seconds to go uh, in this particular over. But next week, I promise you, Sharpie, we're going to talk about former players in the media. Uh, Actually, you know what? New over. I'm going to try something a little bit random today. I'm going to go much more Magicka. In terms of magic moments, uh, I'm going to go, right. yeah, so you could go a lot of, well, oh no, you might be the magician, but I'm Stuart Magical. Um, right. <laughs> and I, you might think that that's really dumb, but uh, about, uh, actually, oh my God, about 20 years ago, which makes me feel very, very, very old, I was playing a city country game for New South Wales out at um, Raby, which is Campbelltown's home, game, home ground. And, um, yep. you know, a couple of little kids come up and sort of, you know, start talking to you and, and I didn't really like watching cricket too much. So I, I, I used to love, you know, hanging out with the kids and, you know, people who were, you know, coming up and wanted to talk about the game. So that I just didn't have to think about what I was about to have to do. Um, and yep. I, I think actually in that game, it was good that I didn't think about what was about to happen. Cause I think Corey Richards belted the living daylights out of me, um, yeah, I'm, actually, I'm right. pretty sure he did in that game. But a little kid came up and he said, oh, can I have your autograph, Stewie? And I said, well, you can if you can uh, tell me what my surname is. Because uh, I used to sign my autograph, Stuart M. Um, because I like right. people, people calling me by my first name. Um, but uh, this kid came up to me, I, you know, he said, can I have your... Yes, provided you can tell me what my surname is. He said, yes, it's easy. You're Stuart Magical. So uh-huh. there, it, there it is. So hey, look, spelling was obviously not a massive, uh, massive deal out there, but uh, that was that was that's my big deal. Now the reason I wanted to call this magic more magica is because what you don't know, Sharpie, uh, because it's six o'clock in the morning in Ireland, is that yep. at four o'clock in the afternoon here in Sydney, I'm actually drinking a bottle of Ponting 127, Barossa Shiraz. Um, it's, ah. Yeah, I, Look, I'm very, very sorry to rub it in, and I know you probably really, really want a, a glass, but I, I, it's just going to be a little bit difficult for me to deliver it. The Ponting 127, and by the way, this is an unpaid and unsolicited uh, piece. The 127 refers to my magic moment, which um, right. uh, is... It relates to July the 26th, 1997. It was Ricky yep. Ponning. So if you remember right at the beginning of Ricky Ponning's career, he, he, he got picked against Sri Lanka, got given out an absolute yep. howler at the whacker on 96. Um, and he would have like made, he, Hare, I think, uh, look, I don't know who the umpire was. I love Daryl Hare, So I'm not going to you know say it was his fault, <laughs> but, but it was a terrible, terrible decision. Um, But then he played about six games and was dropped just out of the blue. In that 1997 Ashes series, um, at the fourth test, it was still one all, um, which was really, really exciting. Steve Waugh, I think, made uh, 100 in both innings in the third test. Then they picked um, Ricky Ponting for the fourth in place of um, uh, Michael Bevan. Um, Matty Elliott made 199. Um, and Ricky made yep. 127. It was at Headingley. And so I am drinking the 127 Barossa Shiraz in honour of Ricky Pining, who's my favourite commentator at the moment. Uh, yep. And, uh, Chappie, i got to say, when you get back here, there won't be any left of this bottle, but I'm going to be going to um, Minsky's. <laughs> which is my bottle shop of (laughs) choice at the moment. (laughs) And I'm going to be buying you another bottle because you're going to love this. It is... It's ridiculous. It's rich, kind of like Rick, uh, but also it's high quality. End of over. Damn it. Ridiculous. Um, Guess what it's time for, Sharpie? Go for it. It's time for the final countdown. <laughs> so, uh, tomorrow,
1: or Actually, hey, t- t- Stewie. Yes. Stewie, I'll quick quickly correct myself. Peter Parker I think was the umpire, not Daryl Hare, so we don't um, want to have a go at Daryl for the wrong reason. I think it was Peter Parker. Do you know, know, Okay, I've, let's I've actually
0: it. got a story. Peter Parker is he, one of the great guys and love his wife too. Amazing people. Very, very good. But Peter Parker's wife was also a cricket umpire and uh, they were sitting, right. uh, this is uh, obviously under advisement, this story. <laughs> um, and it's only allegedly. Um, but but, but um, Peter Parker's wife was allegedly sitting in the, in the uh, the changing rooms um with uh parents and friends um uh at the sorry in one of the corporate suites uh, up in Brisbane and there'd been a few LBWs Peter was umpiring there'd been a few LBWs right. on day 1 and on day 2 there was an appeal and um allegedly somebody in the room was um alleged to have said we're not giving LBWs today because
1: <laughs> there were too oh. <laughs> many
0: yesterday. <laughs> True story. True story, allegedly. But, <laughs> but there you go. Now, final countdown. Where, Depending on where you are in the world, uh, Ireland is playing uh, today or tomorrow? Tomorrow, yes. So what's going to happen? Give it to me, Sharpie.
1: Well, Ireland did say at the start of the... A series that um yeah they really wanted to put in a good performance and they haven't really done so uh, they've they've had bits and pieces as i said so maybe tomorrow they're going to finish with a bang and go out there and claim a claim a scalp um because um yeah i i think it's just that top order i have a feeling maybe that top order will get going and ireland might uh, they might sneak home tomorrow. I've got to tip the Irish, eh?
0: So, look, uh, uh, thank you very much for doffing your cap to my Welsh roots. Maybe tomorrow, the Stereophonics, uh, fantastic. I, I really appreciate that. I think, um, as you know, um, I love Irish cricket as well. I, I think it's, I think it's fantastic that teams like Ireland and Afghanistan and like uh, are starting to really establish themselves on on the uh, the world stage I, I think it's a, a devastating shame that Ireland isn't involved in this 50 over World Cup I think that every test playing nation so full member nation should automatically go into the uh, the one-day tournaments all white ball tournaments well
1: well the West Indies are not there
0: yeah it's it's ridiculous
1: So do you um, agree with
0: that that's... well I think full member nations should automatically get a place in in all white ball competitions
1: yeah I'd be fine with that yeah. I'd be fine with that well it's not um, yeah it's not really a World Cup with uh, with so few teams I, I reckon expansion is the is the way and just the other thing that's happening of course all the all the players around the world are, are getting their CVs together for the big bash draft which is on in a couple of weeks so yeah um, yeah, that that'll be interesting in a couple of weeks. The, do you think? The draft, I'm, do you think I'm of, a
0: chance? Yeah. Uh, should I should I put mine together?
1: Well, the the payment pool has increased. It's th- it's three million now for a squad. So yeah, um, oh, you never know. You, <laughs> you, know,
0: know, you never I think, know, I think <laughs> I think I think I think my future lies in coaching, mate. I, I, I'm I'm currently uh, I've just started a, a new role as a spin bowling coach for Gordon Cricket Club. So uh, hello, Stags. Yep. And, and if you could picture me, I'm actually doing the stag sign right now. So I hope you guys are all out there doing the same thing. Sharpie, I've got some good news for you. What's that? Over, gentlemen. Thank you very, very much for getting up so early in the morning. Um, I really, you know, you know, I love working with you, man. You're a superstar. And uh, I'm going to enjoy Ricky Ponting here. <laughs>
1: Well, it was good fun.
0: It was uh, it pretty was good. good fun. It was good well, fun. Now you can go back well, to well, bed. <laughs> I'll do it
1: all again next week. Okay,
0: sounds good. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was Wickets. Uh, you can subscribe, like and share with all of your friends, um, provided you've got slightly more friends than I do. Uh, we're on Spotify and Apple. Please do that and rate us and give us five stars um, so that Apple and Spotify like us too. Sharpie's been amazing, as he always is, because he's a magician. Goodbye, Sharpie. (laughs) Thanks, Joey.